0: News from the Borderland, this is EPAS Unleashed. Hi everyone, welcome back to EPAS Unleashed. I'm your host, Jessica Navarro. We have a very special holiday episode uh, joining us today is Dr. Rubio from TLC. Thank Hi. you so much for taking your uh, time out of your day to join us. Um, of course, it is the holiday season. Uh, we do see a lot of um, pets, you know, get sick or are injured during this, this holiday time. Um, and so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about uh, during this episode. But first, can we get a little um, about you for the, for the listeners? Yes, of course. Well,
1: thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here um, and talk about Christmas safety for your pets. Yeah. Um, my name is Priscilla Rubio. Um, I graduated from Texas A&M Veterinary School this May, actually May of 2023. Okay. I started working at TLC Animal Hospital. Um, right after graduation, I've been volunteering there and working there as a veterinary assistant uh, for probably eight years now. So oh, it definitely wow. has a special place in my heart. I'm uh-huh. very excited to be working there. Um, a little bit more about why I got into veterinary medicine. I wanted to be a vet since I was a little girl. Um, I can't explain why. I was just born <laughs> with that passion for yeah. uh, animal medicine, um, specifically animals, I think because they they don't really have a voice for themselves so mm-hmm. that for me is is what drew me in I wanted to be the voice for the voiceless essentially so I mm-hmm. think that's really what uh, made me lean toward animal medicine versus mm-hmm. human medicine
0: okay mm-hmm. that's awesome congratulations on that um Thank we hope you. to see more of you here and and helping us out because I know TLC they they do a lot for us um and of course um like you said, being being a voice for the voiceless. Mm-hmm. Today, we we definitely are going to talk about pet safety. Yeah. Um, and just jumping in, um, I think food is is a big issue during the whole holiday time. Uh, I know my dogs like to get into everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we talk a little bit about uh, a food and and food safety during this holiday time?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's that's a I mean, it's a big issue. We, vet cleaners are actually super busy during Christmas season for exactly what you said. Dogs and cats will get into anything they can get their snouts into. Yeah. Um, so I guess a few, the most common toxins I'll talk about today. Number one, I think will probably be chocolate. Uh, chocolate is a very common ingredient used during Christmas season. Chocolate cake, yes. chocolate bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, What's really toxic about chocolate is two ingredients that it has, theobromine and caffeine. Okay. So on that note, anything with caffeine is also toxic. So anything in coffee, green tea, soda, anything with caffeine will also apply to this. Um, but chocolate specifically, it can cause, it affects three three organs in dogs, the heart, the GI system, um, and the brain. Oh. So the more common symptoms that you'll see are going to be the GI symptoms, vomiting, diarrhea, drooling. Um, but if they get a high enough dose where it turns super toxic, then you'll see the more severe effects, which can be the brain effects of seizures, muscle tremors. Um, and then the heart, it causes the heart to work a lot harder than it's supposed to. Um, so it can lead to heart arrhythmias, and they can actually die from a heart attack. So those are the, the serious side effects of chocolate. Um, Another big one would be garlic and onions. That's commonly used in foods, um, especially during Christmas time. Those are toxic because they start destroying the red blood cells in the dog and the cat. Um, So they essentially turn anemic, very weak. Again, you'll see the GI side effects with vomiting and diarrhea. So definitely if you know that your pet got into any of these foods um, or you see any of these symptoms, take them immediately uh, to a vet clinic so that they can get treatment because all of these things, can end up in fatalities
0: yeah and definitely I mean like I said my my pets like to get into everything and making sure that that trash is secure Mm -hmm. um, because I know sometimes people oh I I didn't give them anything or I'm not going to give them anything but they're smart and they can they can get into to trash Mm -hmm. Um, and then also I know during um, the holiday season we do get a lot of people um, maybe drinking a little alcohol can -hmm. we (laughs) we talk a little bit about um, pet safety in terms of alcohol
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, alcohol, just, just like in humans, um, it
0: affects (laughs) affects our brain.
1: Um, so they, they can have a lot of very serious side effects with it. If you ever see that your dog or cat gets into alcohol again, I would take them immediately, uh, to a veterinary clinic so they can get appropriate treatment. Um, if they, if, if they ever ingest a toxin that happened within a time range of two hours, um, then they can actually induce vomiting. So they'll give them an injection that can let them vomit. That way the body doesn't absorb those toxins. After the two hour mark at that point, you know, it's already absorbed into the system. It's a little too late to induce vomiting Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, But they can go ahead and start treatment like aggressive fluid therapy to try to flush everything out. Um, If you're also you know, not sure if they ingested a high enough amount, you're really not sure, you want to make sure first, then you can definitely call the ASPCA animal poison control number. Um, If you search it on Google, the number will pop up. It's an 888 number, but you can tell them, you know, they're going to ask you basic questions. What breed is your dog or cat, the weight, how much was ingested, and they'll do calculations to see, you know, is this toxic? Should you go to your vet immediately? They'll mm-hmm. kind of guide you on what the next step should be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely making sure that we keep an eye on our pets because like mm-hmm. you said, the the faster that we see um, you know, that they might have got yeah. into something, that couldn't make a difference. Yeah, it can. Um, and also, um, I know that sometimes I have been guilty of doing this, giving my dog some some bones from, mm-hmm. um, you know, some some of the the meals that we made. So, mm-hmm. can we talk a little bit about safety in terms of, of giving dogs bones?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's that's a big one too. Um, we have a lot of emergency surgeries because of bone ingestion. Reason being is that, you know, there's a few bad things about bones. Number one, which is a less serious one, they can crack a tooth, which can be extremely painful for them. It can lead to tooth root infections as well. Um, But the more serious effect of it is that those little bones can get stuck in the intestines. It can actually perforate the intestine as well. If it perforates the intestine, you know, they can turn septic. That's that's a medical emergency at that point. They can also cause an obstruction in the intestines. Um, so think of the intestines being a long tube like a straw. If you get a big ball in there and clump it up, nothing can pass through it. Um, so you'll see a lot of symptoms like vomiting is going to be the big one. You might also see diarrhea. They might be painful in their abdomen and they just don't look right. They'll be acting lethargic and dumpy. Um, those are all very, very serious things to watch out for and Mm -hmm. take them to the vet for um because if it causes an obstruction like i said that is a a surgical emergency we do have to open them up and take it out to unblock the intestines um and hopefully we catch it before it causes any perforations Mm -hmm. and do you see a lot of that during oh yeah oh yeah very busy during christmas time with uh dogs that ingested bones or or any any object at that point toys anything and it got stuck in
0: the intestines yeah yeah, I, mm-hmm. I bet. Um, and during the holiday season, we do see like a lot more like flowers and and plants. Um, but some of these can be toxic to to pets. Can we talk a little bit about about that? Yeah. So
1: specifically during Christmas season, uh, common flowers will be like poinsettias, uh, holly berries, mistletoe. All of those definitely I would keep away. <clears throat> from your dogs and your cats, because, mm-hmm. um, again, they're, they're curious creatures. They'll get into anything. <laughs> yeah. um, and, again, with anything toxic, the first thing that's going to be affected is the GI system. So you'll see vomiting, diarrhea, um, but mistletoe specifically can actually have some effects on the heart. Um, It can cause them to have heart arrhythmia similar to chocolate. So it can be very serious. So definitely uh, if you're going to have those plants in your house, make sure they're in a place where your pets don't have access to them. Mm -hmm. Um, That way there's no
0: chance that they'll accidentally ingest it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course... um... Christmas trees are a big thing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that might cause um some some hazards for your pet can we talk a little bit about that yeah that's a good one um so
1: a few different aspects about Christmas trees one is going to be the lights on them Mm -hmm. um if they bite them they can electrocute themselves Mm -hmm. um if you get lucky maybe they'll just cause some ulcers in their mouth Mm -hmm. and that's it but some dogs aren't aren't that lucky or cats you know they they both equally bite everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think cats more so because they can climb on things. <laughs> they like so, climb yeah, they're more trees. likely to climb <laughs> on the trees. Um, but they can electrocute, you know, other organs, their lungs, their brain. You know, it can be very serious. So that's a, a safety issue for them. Um, not only that, it's a safety issue for everyone in the household because it can cause a fire to yeah. start in the house. Um, and then lastly, the ornaments. You know, things like tinsel on them. Mm-hmm. They can ingest that, and going back to causing intestinal obstruction, Mm -hmm. um, the tinsel specifically, since it's Mm string-like, anything that's ingested that that is linear can cause their intestines if you think about the instrument the accordion Mm -hmm. it can bunch up the intestines to look like an accordion Mm -hmm. um which you can imagine the pain and inflammation that that causes and again it can cause perforations in the intestines uh so those specifically are things that you want to watch your watch
0: your pets closely for Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and i mean me personally my my cat likes to climb up those trees Mm -hmm. and she (laughs) (laughs) she she's fallen from the tree a couple of times so (laughs) just making sure I mean she lands on her feet but Mm -hmm. um I I, we do have like some some um recommendations of maybe like putting a baby gate or Mm -hmm. um tying the tree you know with like fish line to to keep it up um just to to make sure that your your pets aren't getting you know up into the tree and getting hurt
1: yeah, you can, um, if you're going to put tinsels and ornament um, and you know your pets are going to be around it, then put it higher up on the tree where they can't yeah. reach it. That would also mm. be a
0: good tip. But I like the baby gate idea as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, baby gate. Um, and then, of course, the gifts under the tree, um, mm. the wrapping paper and mm-hmm. all that. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? Is- yeah, I mean, I'll... The, this kind of
1: all leads back to pets will eat anything and it can cause blockage in the stomach and the intestine. So mm-hmm. um, if they eat a good amount of that wrapping paper, that's enough to cause an obstruction. Um, we don't know what's in these gifts. If it's, you know, a little, a little piece of toy, again, they can mm-hmm. swallow that. They can choke on it. They're choke hazards. And again, yeah. an obstruction in the GI system which can lead to emergency surgery. So yeah. there's just a lot,
0: a lot of things during Christmas time to be careful about. Uh-huh. Yeah, and on that note, I mean, a lot of times, especially me, I have a little toddler at home and most of her toys have uh, batteries. So oh, getting yes. into batteries, that's, that's definitely a, a hazard for, for pets.
1: Yeah. So with batteries specifically, if they ingested, um, most people don't know this, but it can actually cause a zinc toxicity. Um, and it, it can be fatal. Uh, they'll, they'll start looking sick very soon. Um, again, that requires an emergency surgery to get the battery out and then aggressive treatment to try to get them through it if we catch it on time. But mm-hmm. definitely batteries is, is a big one that can be fatal.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course during this time we do have a lot of uh, visitors you know um, going in and out of the house so how important is it for for pets to have a microchip during the holiday season of course it's always important but yeah especially during this time yeah definitely important year-round but especially during times like
1: Christmas New Year's 4th of July mm-hmm. um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity where doors accidentally are left open, um, with so many people coming in and out, or sometimes they get spooked, they jump fences, they Mm -hmm. escape. Um, so in those situations, of course, number one, we want them to have a collar with your information. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes these collars get lost. So, um, that's where the microchip comes in handy. Um, if a dog gets lost or a cat and they happen to be microchipped and you find them, Mm -hmm. the majority of veterinary clinics, and animal shelters will have microchip scanners mm-hmm. so they can actually take this pet in and they'll scan it. Mm-hmm. If that owner is registered to it, then they can actually contact that company who will contact the owner and let them know that someone found their pet. And that's yeah. the easiest way to help them reunite with their owner. Um, so it's very sad in situations where they don't have a collar, they don't have a microchip. It's you know, it's really hard to reunite them with, the, with their owner. Mm-hmm. Um, in those cases, I would keep a lookout on your local Facebook pages, Instagram pages, kind of look out to see if anyone posted your pet, or if you found someone, try posting it on the lost and found pets. Um, But definitely microchip will make everyone's lives easier.
0: Yeah, definitely. And of course, we we have our um, our resources on our website as well for anybody that, that lost their pet. But um, that microchip, it really does work. It does. Um, making sure that it stays registered um, and getting that done before the holiday season, just mm-hmm. to be safe, even if we feel like we, it's never going to happen to us or to our pets. Um, it, you, you never you know. It, it, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and because of, of all of these people coming in and out of your home and all of these new noises and new smells that maybe your pet might not be used to um, do you re- recommend having like a safe space for for our pets to to be in to get away from this um, busy time because I know it, it, this stresses mm-hmm. me out so yeah. if it stresses me out I'm sure it's stressing out my, my pets as well yeah definitely um, so I mean
1: I guess just like humans if a stranger walks into your house you're gonna freak <laughs> out right yeah um, so same concept with dogs and cats um it can be very stressful and anxiety inducing to have a bunch of strangers just come in. Mm-hmm. They're not used to it. Usually it's probably just going to be you and your family members in the house that are there on an everyday basis. Um so not only can it cause a lot of fear and anxiety, but it can also lead to aggression even if your pet has always been, you know, the perfect perfect angel, never bit anybody. Mm-hmm. Um out of fear they might bite to, to, because they think they're either protecting themselves or protecting their owner. Mm-hmm. Um so to protect your guest, I, I would recommend a safe space for the animal, um, whether that's keeping them in a bedroom or if they have a, a kennel or crate that they're already accustomed to. Yeah. Um, that would be a good idea whenever you have guests over. Um, but not only that, you know, like I said, they it can cause a lot of anxiety in them. So some some pets might even require Uh, sedation medications, the more commonly used ones are going to be trazodone and gabapentin. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, this is something that you need to get prescribed by your veterinarian. Mm -hmm. Always make sure you tell your vet if your dog or cat is on any other medication uh, because they can have contraindications with other medications. So you Mm -hmm. definitely want to let them know if they're taking anything else. Um, But these medications, it helps soothe them down. Mm -hmm. Um, That way they're not you know, so freaking out so much Mm -hmm. and they're not feeling so much anxiety. They're going to feel a little bit more calm, more relaxed, um, at least during just short term during that period while there's so much commotion going on in the house.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know that some, some pets, um, you know, as much as we try to, to comfort them or put them mm-hmm. away, they maybe need that extra little help, um, yeah. especially during the holiday season, like you said. Um, so visiting a vet and, and kind of knowing your pet. Like, I know mm-hmm. I have five dogs at home and one of them super anxious around, mm-hmm. you know, strangers and new, new people coming into um, his home, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Making sure we think ahead for our pets, not the day of like, oh shoot, what? what exactly, like he's he's freaking out, and why? It, exactly, this is a this is a different um, environment and situation for for our pets. So, um, making sure we think ahead, and like you said, being a voice. I know that sometimes we get in, um, you know, maybe guests that are super excited to see your pet and mm-hmm. they want to greet them and they want to mm-hmm. be all over them, but um, knowing our pet and knowing their limits and making sure that we advocate for them and keeping them in like a safe space Mm -hmm. for, for them to, to, um, rest in and not be so stressed. Definitely. And (laughs) on on that
1: note, actually, um, with visitors come children as well. Yes. Um, that's also an important thing to touch on because some children, they don't, you know, not, not cause they're doing it on purpose, but they just yeah. don't have experience handling pets. Sometimes mm-hmm. they handle them too roughly. The child can get bitten. Um, the animal can get hurt. Sometimes they drop them by accident. They can break a leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also important to educate, educate your kid, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, not touching strange dogs or being gentle in handling them. Always asking the owner first, like, may I touch your
0: animal? Cause you just never know when accidents might happen. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And I mean, like you said, the, the kiddos, they don't know better. Mm. Um, but making sure that we we put a stop to it or mm. just teach them how to how to handle animals and be around them. Um, and so in case of an emergency, what what do you recommend? I know that we kind of touched on the ASPCA poison control number, mm. um, you know, Googling it and they, they can walk you through. Um, but what are other ways that they can stay um, you know, ready in case something does happen?
1: Yeah, so planning ahead is definitely key in these situations. Uh, so even if you don't foresee an emergency happening with your pet, Mm -hmm. I would still look up the closest animal emergency to you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, of course, if something happens during the day and most vet clinics are open, then great. You can call ahead and see if they can see your pet right away. Mm -hmm. But if this happens to happen in the middle of the night or when most clinics are closed, then definitely there's, there's always 24, seven animal emergency clinics, um, in the vast majority of cities. So I would search online to see which one is the closest one to you that way you're prepared and you know where to go in case something happens
0: yeah yeah definitely having like that number um, on hand mm-hmm. and knowing the location knowing how long it takes yes, you it's... to get there mm-hmm. all these things are things are um you know things to consider just in case the situation does happen I know a lot of people again don't think it's mm-hmm. going to happen to them but um you guys are busy mm-hmm. during this time for a reason. Very busy, yes. <laughs> um, are there any stories that maybe you could think of off the top of your head um, that during this holiday season that, that you want to kind of share and maybe something that we can um, have people be aware of? yeah i
1: mean going back to the chocolate one it's a big one um but last christmas actually i have a a golden retriever his name simba super cute um but he likes to eat everything that that he finds um (laughs) so my dad actually had a ginormous jumbo sized dark chocolate bar um and he devoured the entire thing (laughs) uh thankfully you know my dad was honest with me right away he was like listen don't get mad, but he just ate my entire chocolate bar. (laughs) Um, But thankfully, because of that communication of him letting me know, I knew, okay, like we still have time to make him, you know, vomit. So I took him right away to the vet, we induced the vomiting, the giant (laughs) chocolate bar came (laughs) out, and everything was okay, thankfully. Um, But you know, I've heard some some sad stories from clients where their, their dogs weren't so lucky either mm-hmm. the owner didn't realize they had gotten into the chocolate yeah. um, or they realized too late and mm-hmm. their, their dog actually ended up passing away, which is extremely sad and unfortunate yes. because you know, you never want chocolate to be, to be the cause of that. That's mm-hmm. definitely something that owners um, don't foresee happening. Mm-hmm. So Definitely, if you're going to have any of these ingredients in your house, hide them in cabinets, hide them in (laughs) high places where your pets don't have access to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And on that note of chocolate, um, the darker it is, the more toxic it is. So it goes white chocolate being the least toxic, uh, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and then cocoa powder. That's kind of the order of increasing toxicity. So just, Mm -hmm. I guess, be cognizant of that
0: as well. Yeah, and and, I mean, that's great that your dad Mm -hmm. was honest with you, but also, I mean, I guess on that note, making sure that we we let our guests also Mm -hmm. know, uh, because I know my parents like to give my dogs things behind my back, Um, so just kind of being aware uh, and letting guests know, like, hey, don't give my pet anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I don't know, and um, kind of, again, being their voice during this time, because Mm -hmm. uh, losing a pet is hard in anytime but especially during the holiday season we don't want um you to have to go to to the vet Mm -hmm. i'm sure you guys are super busy and it's not um something that you you want to see is is these Mm -hmm. pets coming in because um something happen like like this yeah
1: and it's really just a matter of educating clients and educating your family members and Mm -hmm. friends that go over um but like you said guests love giving things to the dogs (laughs) they give them the cute puppy eyes Uh um they always act like they're starving even though they just ate (laughs) um so it's hard to resist but especially during Christmas you know we have a lot of fatty foods um Mm -hmm. like meats like ham um anything with sugar, those are very common. Mm -hmm. Um, And people will think like, oh, let me just toss a little piece of ham to my dog. No Mm -hmm. big deal. Uh, But all of these things that contain a lot of fat can actually lead to pancreatitis in both dogs and cats. But more commonly, um, if it's diet induced, it's more common in dogs than it is Mm -hmm. in cats. Um, But what happens when they ingest an overwhelming amount of fat is that sometimes people think that you know, we can eat a million cheeseburgers and we're fine, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. your your dog won't be because they don't process fat the same way we do. It's mm-hmm. too much for them. Um, so their pancreas um, is the organ that's in charge of releasing digestive enzymes to help digest everything that they eat. Whenever they fatty foods like the ham or the gravy, the mashed potatoes with butter, all of these Christmas foods, um, their pancreas basically gets overloaded and it starts releasing way too many enzymes, except that they're acting on on itself. So the pancreas is basically in self-destruction mode at this point. Mm-hmm. So that causes so much pain and inflammation. You'll see vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy. They don't feel well. Um, what's dangerous about that is that all that fluid loss from the vomiting and diarrhea, I mean, they can die from the dehydration if it if it goes untreated. Um, it also has some very bad secondary complications. It can actually cause them to go into multi-organ failure because the pancreas is releasing so much inflammation that the liver, the kidney, the heart, they can all become affected. Um, it can be a very serious situation just from giving your pet something fatty. So I always say prevention is key. Just don't mm-hmm. do it. Um, yeah. If you're ever in doubt, of is this okay to give to my pet or not? Just don't give it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't need it. They really don't need it. Um, you'll save yourself a trip to the vet, which can be expensive. You'll mm-hmm. you'll save yourself your dog being sick. Um, so definitely, if in doubt, don't give it.
0: Yeah, that that's I think a perfect way to kind of sum mm-hmm. up <laughs> the the episode. Is um, just keep. Keep to the dog, mm-hmm. dog treats, dog food, Leave cat them treats. Alone. they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they, they're giving you those eyes just because they know that they can get something out of you. Yeah. Um, because I learned a lot just from this episode. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, there's, you know, a couple times where I snuck my dog, you know, a couple of, of things. But um, not this year. Yeah. <laughs> After this episode. Um, um, but uh, anything else that you would like to, to mention? Um. I'm, I don't know. I think I think I, I, I think I've think mentioned you, all the points, <laughs> um, but
1: of course, if any dog or cat owner ever has any questions or doubts, uh, like you mentioned earlier, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. You don't want to plan the day of when everything's mm-hmm. chaotic. Definitely yeah. have these conversations with your veterinarian beforehand, you know, weeks in advance. Ask them questions that you're not sure about. Ask them about kennel training. Ask them about, you know, trazodone or gabapentin if they're very anxious dogs. Ask them about foods that are okay to give. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, boiled chicken with no seasoning. Um, that's fine to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so ask, ask your vet what's okay, what's not. That way you can plan ahead and prevent any accidents from happening. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I, like I said, I think you pretty much hit everything. Um, it's, it, this was a great episode. I think it was very informative for the community before, you know, um, the holiday time. So thank you so much for, for taking time. Uh, to come and speak about all of this, and we hope that this will um, prevent you guys from getting some some of those those cases in this Hopefully. year. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, and we also do really want to thank our community for supporting us. Um, our our volu- you know, whether you came out to volunteer this year, um, donate, uh, adopt, foster, even just liking and listening into our episodes or following our page it it all um you know it it goes back to to um the pets that we have here so we really do want to thank you guys for supporting our life-saving mission um and we just want to wish everybody a happy holiday so thank you guys we'll catch you. you next time